Hey, welcome to the TNA Podcast, episode number 74. How you feeling, Bay? Feeling good. We got a lot to celebrate today. What are we celebrating today? We've reached 200 subscribers on YouTube. Hey, shout out to the people that watch us. We appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, thank you. We got a giveaway coming up. Oh, yeah. For reaching 200 followers, we're giving away a free coffee tumbler. Leave a comment below. But it's about time we started making some money on our podcast. That would be great. I don't know how many subscribers or watch time or whatever it is we need. I know you've been looking at the analytics, but it's about time we make some money so we can join it to all our other money. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we're going to talk about. Let's talk about the financial benefits of getting married. Don't 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 sign in your death certificate as you said. Oh yeah. What's the first one we got? Okay. The first one on the benefits for being married, number one, is sharing rent. Yeah, that's a big one. It is because it's the biggest bill of the month. That's facts. And I mean, whether it's rent, whether it's a mortgage. It feels better to split it. <laughs> it does. It does. When we first started dating, when we were together for our, the first couple years, we would always kind of split it. And then it changed and evolved to how much is your paycheck and how much is my paycheck and let's split the percentage. And then <laughs> <laughs> when we got married, what happened? Seems like I was paying all the rent. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> Freedom. <laughs> yeah, shout out to me. Shout out to all the men out there. I think if you're a real man, I mean, you should pay the rental mortgage. You know, you shouldn't have your wife helping out. She got other things to worry about. I can't disagree with that. I mean, yeah. that sounds real nice, and it is real nice, too. Yeah. Even though when the first of the month happens and that large lump sum <laughs> get taken out of my bank account, I cry a little bit. <laughs> and the next step, I say, oh, let's see. We got to eat spaghetti at least a couple of days this week. Like, Some we ice cereal. <laughs> yeah, we, can't, we can't be cooking mm. brand new meals every single day. Like, you got to make some spaghetti. Let's eat this for seven days or so. Stretch it out. But I will say, if you are not financially ready to have the things that you want and you feel like you're suffering when you have to pay rent, then maybe you're not at the moment of marriage ready. All right. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's tough. a serious note right there. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, but sharing rent is a is a perk. Mm-hmm. What about the next one? Number two is building credit. I think a lot of people get in relationships based off credit. Mm-hmm. That first date when you're sitting across from the person and you're like, hmm, I wonder what their credit is. They they don't have a good job. They drive a Honda. <laughs> What's wrong with oh, Honda's a nice car. What are you talking about? I don't know. I just, like we got a Maserati back there. A Honda is a nice car. Well, drive, in my mind, in the future, I'm going to be driving a Lexus. Okay. okay? <laughs> so, yes. All right. All right. So... What is your credit is a, is a question people ask, and sometimes you can't be offended by it. Now, us, it's different because we were younger growing together in our money and our bills and our credit and everything. We kind of knew where we were. Mm-hmm. But now the dating scene, I mean, I bet it is hard because you got older people dating younger people mm-hmm. who aren't as financially built up and stable. So it's like, 
it would be be beneficial to get married to someone who has better credit because then it gives you a little bit of wiggle room to build your own and all that. Yeah. So, yeah, if you marry somebody with good credit, you can go, uh, you don't need a, they can be a co-signer. I'll just say that, right? Yeah. If you got bad credit, you married to somebody with great credit, hey, I'll be your co-signer. Yeah. To help you out. And then they can also help you establish your credit. Mm-hmm. You know, they co-sign for you. So that helps build your credit history. They can then add you to their credit card, which could then help build boost your credit. Yeah, boost your credit. So mm-hmm. uh, I know we're not the financial literacy podcast, but there's shots fired. Yeah, shots fired. <laughs> there's a tip of how to build credit. Yeah. Get added to someone else's credit card that has excellent credit. And then hopefully you get that credit history. Mm-hmm. And then voila, your score start improving. Yeah, and then you can purchase more mm-hmm. better things. Yep. So number three on our list mm-hmm. is better health plans. Yeah, you sit down. We went through this, right? Yeah. Getting pregnant and then having Alexandria, it's like, okay, whose insurance is she going on? But also, with, is my, with all these doctor's appointments we have, is my insurance better or is Travis's better? And we kind of broke that down and decided. Mm-hmm. And I think that's beneficial because you can save money from going to your doctor's appointments or if you have an emergency, all that stuff. You you got to look that, at that stuff because at the beginning of the year, of the fiscal year, whatever, your job asks you to renew your insurance for your health plan. And sometimes we just click, click, click mm-hmm. so that we have the same thing that we've always had. But sometimes it's good to sit down and look and see. Is this going to be the best thing for two people or three people or whatever? Excellent point. What are we on now? Yeah, we're on number four. All right, number four is buying a bigger house. Yeah. I think that's a great benefit. Like well, Beyonce, financial benefit. Like Beyonce or yeah. Jay-Z or Drake or <laughs> they buy in $500 million houses. Yeah, I mean, you get, you get married, you then have joint income to apply for a loan. So chances are you're going to get approved for a larger house. Mm-hmm. Unless your partner has bad, bad credit. credit and a lot of <laughs> debt, then it could screw you over. But yeah. on the positive note, yeah, buy a bigger house. Bigger house means you got to fill it up. Mm-hmm. Fill it, you're going to fill it up with. You fill it up with kids, dogs, pets, plants, <laughs> whatever art. You want, art, whatever you want to fill it up with. Yeah. That's kind of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Step by step, year by year, it's getting bigger. Pause. Thank you for saying <laughs> that. I was like, come on now. We got kids watching this. <laughs> okay, so number five is the larger bank account. With a larger house comes a larger bank account. You join the two together. What's mine is yours. What yours is mine's. Exactly. Yep. If we go separate ways, we're going to have to argue about who gets what. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I think that that's a huge benefit in my eyes because when I just had my income, it was like, mm, so sad. <laughs> and then now we got two, it's like, yeah, where are we going next month? Okay. <laughs> next one, we're on number six is cheaper car insurance. Mm-hmm. I guess whenever you get, you know, when you get married, you can combine that and then you can do like the bundle package where... 
you combine your car insurance with your house insurance mm-hmm. and it helps you out with your rent insurance mm-hmm. and it comes out cheaper than just doing it separate. It does. Oh, car insurance. I tell you, mm-hmm. I went on there one time and like changed the distance it took from to get from my house to my job yeah. and it, it rose, it rose the price and I was like, dang it. I should have just left it. The way it was. It? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, once you, once we combined on our car insurance, I was like, okay, Time to trade in and get a new one. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Okay. So number seven is tax breaks. Um. Yeah. You filing jointly, head of household. You become getting a different tax bracket, which can possibly lower it. But yeah, is it ever a negative? Is it ever a bad thing? Uh, I'm sure it is. I just haven't found out. I mean, if Um, both of us are killing it, making a lot of money, then it's going to put us in a higher tax bracket. But if one person is making a lot and another person is not, then it kind of balances out. Balance it out, help you out. Okay. All right. So, got tax breaks. Mm -hmm. Number eight is Social Security benefits, which applies to us when we're older, right? Um, yeah, if we still have it, I mean, I don't know if we will have those benefits by the time we reach the age of retirement, but the money is running out. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's multiple ways this can be helpful, I guess. I mean, I can try to explain it. I don't know a hundred percent. Okay. Let's see. All right. Social security benefits. So I think if if I make two hundred grand mm-hmm. and you make fifty grand, mm-hmm. when you go to get your social security benefits, you can tell them you want to get a hundred percent or your fifty grand payment, or you can do fifty percent of what your spouse made at two hundred. Okay. So I think you would do like the fifty percent of the two hundred thousand, then your monthly payment would be more. Oh, so that's how you can kind you. of benefit. I think that's right. If I'm wrong for the baby boomers out there, put a comment below and explain it better than me. So basically you want to marry rich. <laughs> I mean that helps in life. <laughs> okay. I will keep that in mind. Okay. <laughs> All right. Number nine. Sharing costs of everything. Household items, mm-hmm. the, the phones, technology, all that stuff. Yeah, when you say that, it makes me think of like the Martin episode where mm-hmm. like he had a blender that his mama gave him and then Gina had <laughs> the blender, blender and the toaster. So, so now there was like two of everything in the house and, and they're going through trying to figure out. Which one's better? Yeah, which one's better? No, my mama bought me this one. <laughs> and then like his glasses break when she starts seeing it. The but, toaster, uh, the, the bread was burnt on one, and yeah. he's like, I like it like this. <laughs> yeah, but sharing costs is a big one. I mean, I think it's fun to go through life with someone, and then, you know, being married, that financial benefit of just being able to share things. Yeah, it's not like a competition of who has the better item. It's more like you're building your household items. Like, we started going to Goodwill, getting our stuff. Oh yeah, and we didn't have the traditional marriage where or wedding to where you get gifts and everything, where you get the blender mm-hmm. and the toaster and all the the fun stuff. So we built up our appliances and all that stuff, and we're still doing that to this day. But it's 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 a benefit to be able to pick the nice ones that you want. That you can decide on the going the cheaper route. Like you can just decide together. I think that's a benefit. Mm-hmm. And number 10, maybe the greatest benefit of it all. <laughs> What's number 10, babe? 
surviving the spouse. That's a big one. Meaning, okay, let me rephrase that. Number 10 is living past your spouse. Yeah, I mean, when your spouse dies, you get the bread. You get the money. You get have. the money, honey. And you get out of the, well, I don't know if you get out of a relationship, because sometimes you won't get their benefits if you, like, remarry. But, hey, your spouse died, had this huge insurance policy. Dang, maybe that's why people don't get remarried, now that I think about it. Yeah. They're still getting the benefits from their first. Mm-hmm. Wow. People kill over this one. I know. Man. Makes you nervous too. Like the other day when I came home and I saw that our life insurance policy was updated, <laughs> I was like, "What is Ashley trying to do to me? <laughs> She's gonna take me out." I had to call my mama. My mama said, "You better watch out. <laughs> you better watch out. You gotta update those every now and then." Yeah, I was, she was like, "I said, well, I think Ashley might be trying to kill me on the low. Take me out." Never, never, never. Yeah, that's funny though. <laughs> But yeah, that is a benefit if you're if you're nervous about being alone. Know that sometimes they got that extra dope ready for you when, you, when they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> all right, but you want to run through the top the list again? List all ten of them again. All right, financial benefits of being married. Uh-huh. Number one. one, sharing rent. Two, boosting the credit. Three, better health plans. Four, buying bigger house. Five, having a larger bank account. Six, cheaper car insurance. Seven, tax breaks. Eight, social security benefits. Nine, sharing costs. And ten, surviving past your spouse. So that was our list of ten financial benefits of getting married. If you have other ones, please put it in the comment. We'll love to To hear it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Which one do you think is the best? If you had to pick one, the greatest benefit financially of getting married is what? Mm, right now, I guess, just living in the now, having a larger bank account. Yeah, that makes sense from a woman's perspective. <laughs> What's yours? Mine would be surviving your spouse. <gasps> That's the greatest benefit. You oh it got on the death certificate till death do us part. Oh, my gosh. So you just hope you, you make it. You're terrible. So you don't look like the bad guy when you when you go out and spend something at a yeah. at an event. That's crazy. Well, so if you feel like you have the urge to get married and you think it's a financial benefit, it can be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess, but it wouldn't be the number one reason why you should get married. It is not. A lot of people don't want to get married. Just because they're scared financially to get married. They're scared. They're scared they're going to get either to get taken advantage of or they just don't want to share. They're greedy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alrighty. On the trending topics. What do we got trending, babe? So trending topics. The first one is Britney Spears is getting a divorce from her husband, Sam. I don't know his last name, but Sam. That's trending. Yeah, so she's getting divorced. I got a real. And apparently, she might have stepped out on him. With plies? I don't know. I mean, that's what I'm hearing on social what? media. Is plies the real reason why Britney Spears is getting a divorce? We need to know. Dang, I didn't know it was him. Maybe. 
<laughs> All I know, I be watching the videos. Can she just pull her panties up a little bit? Like, why <laughs> she got them low like that? That's weird. <laughs> She's still living in the ni- the nineties. When they sag the drawers. <laughs> yeah, they low cut everything. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so it's interesting to think about that because she just got out of her conservatorship, mm-hmm. which means she has full access to her money and how she spends it. I don't know how. If she got a prenup before she got married or not, but if she didn't, he would be getting some money in separation. Yeah. Which brings up a question here. Um, if I'm a millionaire, mm-hmm. right, and we split, do you deserve to get money every single month as like spousal support? If not you- for the kid, just for you. Oh, How do you feel about that? Maybe not for you, Before but for the kid. Okay. Yeah, if you have a kid, then yes. But if you don't have a kid, I don't see why you would, why they would need that. Besides getting used to living in that, that way. That's why they need it. They That's the first thing they do when they go to court. It says, I got accustomed to this certain lifestyle. I can't go back. But they, so, that money is not like theirs. They didn't earn it. No, but they still get it. <laughs> well, you talking you, like so you, you talking like that now? I bet you, if I became a millionaire, we on yachts and <laughs> we're flying private and first class, everything. Yeah, and you then, better give me some. And then, ten, and then ten years later, I'm saying, you know what? I got a new girl. I'm mm. leaving you. The Yikes. first thing you're going to be is up in the courthouse trying to say, I got accustomed to this lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> they need to give me 50 grand a month. Yeah, sure. I'll say that. Yeah, so don't be out here trying to lie. We ain't capping on here. No, I would I would definitely want some money if we separated and you were a millionaire. Okay. Then. But I'm sure the millionaires don't feel that way. Yes, they do. They do? They think they should take care of their exes? Um, most of them do, no. I guess. I don't know. Your ex are a reflection of you, right? You don't want them out here doing dope. <laughs> True. Which brings me to the next trend and topic is... <laughs> Good transition. Kevin Durant spotted at the Drake concert. Looks like he was puffing a joint. <laughs> puff, puff, pass. I don't think he was passing. Oh, no. And in my head, I'm thinking, should we be legal everywhere have we gotten to that stage where it's like what's the purpose of not having it legal everywhere i just don't get why it's a big story if he was doing it in a city that was legal besides the nba <laughs> yeah is it i mean i don't think is it's it a, is it in season he's in season no i don't think it's a huge story i just want to talk about it like oh. should we be legal everywhere everyone says it's a gateway drug but in my head, I'm thinking, I don't know any person that done weed and went to bed thinking, all right, the next day I'm waking up doing heroin. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know anybody that did that. Well, I just think that if it was legal everywhere, then the stores would be able to sell it and it would be safer than if it's illegal. You know, and that's I, th- true. I think that's why they, people might say it's a gateway drug is because people who buy it illegally Probably get it laced, laced and so then they get addicted to something. They want something else, you know, and they keep buying it. But it's just, I think, being from Washington State, <laughs> you should just make it legal. It's just, 
it would make it better for everybody. Yeah, I feel you on that. But yeah, Kevin Durant, he does whatever he wants, and then he, I feel like he tries to make stories of, about what he does. Yeah, he do. He probably is watching our YouTube channel as like an anonymous viewer. And he could be a subscriber. Comment. Shout out to Kevin Durant subscribing to the TNA podcast. <laughs> like, I can't believe this. I can't believe they talked about me. <laughs> uh, let's see. Do we got any other things that's trending? Uh, I know we talked about James Harden in the last episode. Um, the NBA came out today talking about they're about to investigate him. Why? Because they don't understand why he would go to China and make those crazy comments mm-hmm. about the GM of the Sixers. Yeah. But I don't know what they could do to him. Like, <laughs> if they saying China has something to do with it? The no. reason? They probably just don't like that he said it in their country. Yeah, probably. But that's still stupid. A lot of things are stupid. Um, any of any scamming news? We got a scamming update. Uh, I thought we had talked about one that we heard. I can't remember. Scam. I can tell you what's a social media scam that I'm sick of. Is that I follow like a lot of these news sites, mm-hmm. like Bloomberg News or Wall Street Journal, and they'll come out with something like, um, this. This brand of eye drops has caused people to go blind. Um, And then you go read like the caption of it. They talk about it. They're like, well, this brand of eye drops caused people to go blind. Um, Click on the link in my bio to find out the company's names. (laughs) And it's like, what? That's a scam. Just tell me. Yeah, it's like, if this is really important to people's lives, you should probably tell us which eye drops is calling causing people to go blind instead yeah. of making me go to the link in the bio. I click on that. Now I got to get a subscription. Mm-hmm. Like, just tell yeah. me what it is. Scam it. Scam it. The new caption scam. <laughs> click the link in my bio. Yeah. But, but we say that. We say that for our Instagram. We say click the link in our I bio don't. to get to our YouTube channel. It's a scam. <laughs> it's not a scam. Some of it's not. No, because we post the content. Though We actually oh. post the content and give people a way to go see our content for free. We're not saying, click oh, the link yeah. in my bio, and then, and then it pulls up, your, put in your credit card information <laughs> to, mm-hmm. see the, to see the video. But anyways, that's not neither here or there. <laughs> well, I guess that sums it up. Mm-hmm. All right, so... This episode is brought to you by Fierce Woman LLC. If you're interested in public speaking coaching, hit me up on Instagram. And if you are subscribed to this, you get one of these if you if you comment first to comment on our episode. <laughs> okay. And it's also brought to you by Empower Training. Um, I guess I'll give you guys a workout tip today. Every time you go to the gym, sometimes you don't want to be in there stretching for hours. So I'm going to give you a little quick warm-up that's going to help you get ready fast. Uh, you want to do one minute of jumping jacks, one minute of lunges, one minute of burpees. The jumping jacks gets you mentally prepared to work out. The lunges help your lower body stretch. And then the burpees is a full body exercise. Okay. Three minutes, you're done stretching, you're ready to lift some weights. I like it. You good? Yeah. Bam.